today on City Cash Chicago. I'm a Chicagoan, man. I'm not going <laughs> to apologize for it. I, I, I love the town even as I worry about it, and I know we've got a lot of challenges. David Axelrod came to Chicago almost 50 years ago for college and because of the budding black political movement. 50,000 campaigns and lessons later, he's still here. He joins me to talk politics, idealism, and what makes Chicago so great. Today is Monday, April 19th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. First, a little bit of news, y'all. It looks like we'll be hovering around 50 degrees most of the day. And despite winds, it's been a pretty chill weekend. Uh, so I'm going to choose not to read any forecasts of colder, snowier days ahead. High school students are finally back for in-person learning after over a year away. I mean, well, at least a third are. But that is likely to change over the next week or two as vaccine eligibility for all Chicagoans 16 and older starts today. In other vaccine news, Loretto Hospital is restarting its vaccine distribution. After last month, the city had to put pause on the Westside Hospital after they were found giving vaccines out like business cards around the city. Luckily, they are going to serve only Austin residents as they reopen. Some good news to get you through. This year's Saver Lincoln Park has moved from a one-night-only event to a two-week celebration for some of the neighborhood's best restaurants. You can pick up prefix menus and take-home kits to get your chef on at the crib. Stick around, I talk with the host of The Axe Files, David Axelrod. If you ever look through photos and news coverage of Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, you'll probably see David Axelrod. My man was there from the start, and the two met here. Axelrod was a well-known political strategist, and it said he was blown away by what the young Obama could bring to office. Axelrod is a native New Yorker, but let him tell it, very much a Chicagoan. He now runs the Institute of Politics at the University of Chicago, where he got to start as a student. It was the early 70s, the Democratic Convention, calamitous Democratic Convention that happened here, last of the big city machines. And in Hyde Park, there was this budding black independent political movement. And I got to the University of Chicago, and nobody wanted to talk about anything that happened after the year 1800, you know. So I actually became a journalist to satisfy my interest in politics. And when I finished my last campaign in 2012, uh, the last Obama campaign, I knew that I wasn't going to do campaigns anymore because there wouldn't yeah. be anything that I could do that would be equal to that. I thought the next best use would be to start an institute of politics that would help create what wasn't there when I was there, which are you know pathways for engagement for young people who want to change the world. You were in school in the 70s and then in the 80s, you were talking about the black political movement. One of the campaigns you worked on was the re-election campaign for Harold Washington. Yes. Uh, what was that like? I mean, you pretty much ended your career with Barack Obama, and one of your original campaigns was Harold Washington. I loved him. I loved working for him. I do remember 
one scene. Um, in 1987, he ran for re-election. We actually had a really tough primary against uh, Jane Byrne, who had been the previous mayor. And even though she had a very, very troubled record, you know, race being what it was, it became a real contest. We ended up winning by you know, 80,000 votes. And we were sitting in the mayor's office the day after the election and Harold, everybody was happy. And Harold said, hey, what percentage of the white vote did we get? And um, uh, someone said 21%. But that's really good because last primary, you only got 8% of the white vote. And Harold said, you know, I'd like to think I've been a great mayor for everybody in the city. I've probably spent 70, 70, 75% of my time in in white neighborhoods. Uh, And, you know, we got 21% and we're happy about that. And he just kind of smiled sort of wanly and he said, ain't it a bitch to be a black man in the land of the free and the home of the brave? Ain't that the truth. And I I always uh, remembered that uh, exchange. But he was an amazing, powerful ebullient uh, figure and, and just a, a, a joy to watch. And the council wars he was fighting against were very similar to the congressional blockade that Obama was facing through a lot of his time. Yes. Um, yeah. You spent a lot of your career breaking down barriers, and you and I both know over the last four years those barriers have solidified. They've been erected in in some places. You know, I once read that you got into politics because you were idealistic, I think it's real hard to be idealistic now. What do you think? I'm a weathered idealist. I'm a realistic idealist. I understand that progress uh, doesn't come in a straight line. And uh, one thing I never believed when Barack Obama got elected president, that somehow we were in a post-racial era where people would set aside that mm-hmm. history. You know, that's, it's harder than that. You know, he said when he ran that his hope uh, to us, he said, I hope that when I raise my hand that there are millions of kids in this country who look at themselves differently. Um, and I think there is, you know, there was that effect. And we were able to do some really powerful and important things. But I don't have any illusion that, you know, oftentimes there is a backlash to progress. And we've seen it in the last four years. Stay with us. David Axelrod tells us what he loves about the city, and we even get him to give us a weak-ass take. Hey, it's Simone Alicea here. I am the producer at CityCast Chicago, and I'm here to ask you to please rate and review the podcast. It really helps other people find us more easily, and you might be thinking, I'm just sending this into the void. No one's going to listen. I just want to tell you, I personally read each review that we get on Apple Podcasts, and we love hearing from you. We love hearing your thoughts and what you want to hear on the show. So please rate and review us on whatever app you're using, and thank you so much. You mentioned earlier you were a young reporter for the Tribune. Mm-hmm. You know, how has Chicago changed uh, politically over that time? Some of the great stories. The first column I ever wrote, Jacoby, was uh, for the Hyde, Hyde Park Herald in 1973. I was an 18-year-old political columnist. Hmm. And I wrote a piece about the battle between Congressman Ralph Metcalf, who as a product of the Democratic machine, uh, with Mayor Daley, and the issue was police 
excessive force by police. And he, after being a loyal, uh, a loyal follower of Daley as a city councilman and a member of Congress, as a ward committeeman, he broke with the mayor, and it was a titanic battle. And he really liberated a lot of black politicians to challenge the machine. One of the things I was going to ask you next is, you know, what you love about the city. For me, you know, talking about Chicago is as much about holding the city accountable, wanting things to be better as it is celebrating how dope this place is. You know, what do you love about this city? Well, you know, I grew up in New York. When I came to Chicago, my first reaction was, Boy, this is a sleepy little town because, uh, you know, I, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and then um, I fell in love with the city in part, be, uh, including its imperfections in, in the sense that people were very uh, real and very out front. There was a sense about Chicago that it was a community that people identified with. One thing about being a newspaper reporter, um, if, if you want to really get to know a city, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be, be a be a work in a local newsroom, uh, and I did that, and um, I became aware of the problems that I never knew existed, and I became aware of uh, little pockets of, of 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 greatness that I never knew existed. No, I relate to that one hundred percent. Even over the first couple of weeks of of being here on CityCast Chicago, I've taken walks across Little Village and the East Side. And, you know, talk to people who I admired from a distance and got to see some of the problems I read about a little more up close in the eyes of the people who live around the city. Uh, And it's been at times heartbreaking, but extremely beautiful. What most frustrates you about Chicago? You know, I'm worried about the hollowing out of communities. Uh, The black community is smaller now because there's been, you know, between gentrification and disinvestment, in communities, uh, there's been an out-migration. Failure of, of public housing. Yeah. I mean, it's um, uh, where there's disinvestment, where there's lack of opportunity. Um, you know, you create a breeding ground for violence. Uh, and, and again, I just think the diversity of the city is powerful and beautiful. And um, I think there's a lot to be hopeful about. And there's a lot that needs our attention. Well, David, I really appreciate you taking time to speak with us today. Well, listen, I appreciate your uh, your podcast and good luck with it. And uh, it's a really interesting town. And, you you know, you've got a lot of stories to chase. Oh, yes, sir. And I, I can't wait to tell them. And I'll be listening. Thank you. A couple of weeks ago, we asked you for your weak ass takes, you know, those unpopular opinions that maybe you don't tell your friends or coworkers, or you do, and they look back at you like you're crazy or tell you to get out of Chicago. Uh, we heard from you, and here are a few starting with David Axelrod's. I kind of like New York-style pizza better than Chicago-style oh, that's, pizza. That's the way you wanted to wrap this up? That's how you wanted to do yeah, it? No, I know. Look, I understand, but you you asked me. I could have I could have made something up, but this I'm just certifying my oh, genuineness by picking yeah. one that I knew would piss you off and almost everybody who listens. You just prefer a newspaper with marinara sauce. Hi, Jacoby. Hi, CityCast Chicago. This is Lisa Lavis from Oak Park, and my weak-ass take is cheesecake 
and cream cheese frosting are abominations. Cheesecake, Chicago's favorite dessert, was also my dad's favorite dessert, and I tell you, I have tried. Sorry, not happening. Hi, my name is Charlie Rankin, and my weak ass take is that Ann Sather's entrees aren't actually that good. You just order them for the cinnamon buns. Hot tip, you can just order the cinnamon buns. We know there are more of you out there with your own weak-ass takes. Don't be afraid. We want to hear them. Use your phone to record yourself and email the recording to Chicago at citycast.fm. Remember to tell us your name and your neighborhood and, of course, your weak-ass take. And maybe we'll play it on the podcast. As always, I appreciate you for being here with us. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Get your cream cheese off my cake. <laughs>